Shalom Aleichem, on behalf of Teach 613, we welcome you to take 10 for Talmud. Babakama Chafhei, Babakama 25a, pagination is 49. We'll start on the facing page, though, towards the bottom of the page, Masnisen by the new Mishnah. In general, we know that Shein Varegel, when the animal eats or when the animal walks, is potter absolved in Rishos Harabim in the public area, but his chayiv is obligated in the Rishus HaNizek, in the place of the person who got damaged, a Nezek Sholem, full damage. We also know that Keren, what we've been describing as aggressive acts of the animal, are obligated in Rishus HaRabim, Chatsi Nezek, half damage. So that on some level, Karen appears to be more strict than Shein Varegel. Shein Varegel being potter in Rosh Hashanah, Karen being chayev, at least chatzin nezek, half damage in Rosh Hashanah. The question that we're going to address now is, what is the halacha of Karen in the Rosh Hashanah, in the place of the person who got damaged? On the one hand, all we know is that Karen should be obligated in Chatzinezek. That's all we know. Half damage. Half damage no matter where you do it. In public area, in private area, makes no difference. On the other hand, as we'll see, there is a concept called Kalvachomer, which tells us, according to logic, that if Shane Varegel were more lenient in Rishus Harabim, in a place where Karen was strict, at least to the point of Chatzinezek, so then when Shein Varegel are going to be obligated full damage, Karen should also be obligated in full damage. We do not paskin like this Kalvachomer. Let's see the Mishnah. Shara Mazik How does it work that an animal does damage in the place of the person who got damaged. Nogach, Nogaf, Noshach, Rovatz, Boat, Bershus Harabim. If the animal did these different acts of aggression in Rishus Harabim in the public area, Mishalim Chatzinezek, he pays half damage. Bershus Hanezek, what is the halacha if he does it in the place? that the person who got damaged owns. It's his place. Rabbi Tarfin Omer Nezek Sholim. Rabbi Tarfin says it's going to be full damage. V'chachamim Omrim Chatsi Nezek and the Chachamim say it's still going to be half damage. Omer Lehem Rabbi Tarfin. Rabbi Tarfin said to the Chachamim, he's going to explain his logic. Oma b'makom shehekel al hashen v'al haregel b'shus harabim shuhu potter. Look at Shein Varegel in the public area. They're absolved. They're going to be obligated in the area of the Nizik to pay full damage. So certainly, when it comes to Karen, that in the public area, it has to pay, albeit half damage. So certainly Karen, which until now was more strict, 
than Shein Varegel in the public area should certainly be obligated in full damage when it's in the private area. Omrulo, they answer, Dayolova Minadin Lios Kanidon. You could only take a Kalva Homer to the point of its intrinsic logic, but you can't take it further than that. And therefore, what do I know that Karen is obligated in half damage? I can only take it to the point of half damage in the private area. Because all I am proving is that the private area is more strict than the public area, so then it'll for sure be obligated in half damage. But to take it, because of logic, to a level further than its known obligation is not something that you can do. Let's move on to the Gemara on Chafhei Amad Aleph, about seven lines from the top. Vrebtarfen, Lesley Dayo. Are you going to tell me that Reptarfin doesn't hold of Dayo? For Dayo Doraiso, the concept of Dayo that you could only take a Kavachomer as far as it intrinsically tells you, but you can't take it logically further, that's biblical. The Tanya, as we learned. Midin Kavachomer, Kate said, how do Kavachomers work? So, in general, to appreciate that a Kavachomer in its simple terms, is if I could pick up an item that's a hundred pounds, so certainly I can pick up an item that's fifty pounds. If I could pick up the table that's very large, I could for sure pick up the chair that's smaller. So, a kalvachomer is a logic. It's a powerful logic. It also could have logical weaknesses to it, uh, for example, maybe the item that I'm making the Kalva Homer has a reason why I can't pick it up. Maybe it's too small for me to pick up, or whatever the reason might be. So Kalva Homer really depends on logic, and as much as it appears to be totally accurate and foolproof, if there's a different logic, it might actually end up being quite weak as opposed to a tradition, for example, that you could rely on, because that's the law, that's the law, there's nothing to discuss. In any case, Ketzad, how does Kavachomer work, and how does it have its limitations? Vayomer Hashem al Moshe, at the end of Parshas Pahaloscha, Hashem says to Moshe, V'avia yorok yarak bifoneho, if her father would be upset with her, referring to Miriam, she would be reprimanded for seven days. One can make a kalvachomer by sheer logic. One would think, so if Hashem is angry with her, it should be 14 days. If her father would be angry, it would be seven days. If the Hashem is angry, it should be 14 days. But you can't make kalvachomers like that. Kavachomer is only whatever intrinsically is known, and all we know is seven days. So you could say, Kavachomer l'shechina, if Hashem is angry, it should also be seven days. And that's what they are 
responding to Reb Tarfan's logic. He's saying Karen in the private area should be full damage, just like Shane Varegel. And the Chachamim respond, no, you can't do that with a Kalvachomer. There's a dayo, there's a limitation. Only what's known about Karen, and all we know about Karen is Chatzinezek. And therefore, all you can prove is that Bereshus HaNizek, it should also be Chayiv in Chatzinezek. Yeshe Koach, thank you for joining.